0: Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, November 25th. Happy Saturday. We have a really good passage in Mark to read. I probably shouldn't say that. I probably shouldn't say this is a good one, that's a bad one. It's not a good way to approach the Bible. But this is one of my favorites, maybe I should say that, Jesus anointed at Bethany. And then when we move over to the Psalms, we read the darkest of Psalms today, Psalm 88. Psalm 88 is a lament of someone who is dying. And the laments usually have some kind of glimmer of hope in them. But in this lament, we will see that there is kind of a sense of hopelessness all throughout the psalm. And so when we get there, I'm going to prep us with a reading from the commentary by Douglas Webster. But first, let's read about Jesus being anointed at Bethany. It was now two days before Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The leading priest and the teachers of religious law were still looking for an opportunity to capture Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or the people May riot. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. But Jesus replied, Leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, and you can help them whenever you want to. But you will not always have me She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went to the leading priests to arrange to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted when they heard why he had come. And they promised to give him money. So he began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. In this passage, there is a striking contrast between the woman who anoints Jesus with the oil that costs so much and with Judas, who is looking for a way to make a little money and to betray the one who is Lord of all. I'm just so taken by this woman's gift. She's not worried about the expense of it because she sees the immense, overwhelming, eternal value of her Lord. She's been given much and forgiveness and given much. We don't know all the details about her. But because of that, she wants to give back. And all she knows to do is to anoint the Lord with oil. And I love how it says that when the gospel is preached, what she has done will be remembered. Okay, let's move on over to the Psalms, Psalm 88 today. I'm gonna to read a little passage from the commentary just to prep us. Psalm 88 may be the saddest prayer in the Psalter because no one wants to ever have to pray this prayer. Death and dying are tough subjects under any circumstances. But the conditions described in this psalm are the worst imaginable. The psalmist hits rock bottom in every way. He is already half dead with one foot in the grave. He is physically spent, emotionally crushed, utterly alone and abandoned by friends. He feels utterly rejected by everyone, including the Lord. He is overwhelmed by his troubles and drowning under the breaking waves of God's wrath. The lament psalms usually give some hint of hope or glimmer of praise, but there is nothing positive here. The whole psalm from beginning to end is like a loud, painful wail from the hospice bed. Dying can be very cruel and unmitigated horror, even for those who take Jesus at his word when he says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Such is the frailty and weakness of the human condition that such a prayer needs to be in our prayer book, and we need to know that it is there. Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out to you by day. I come to you at night. Now hear my prayer. Listen to my cry. For my life is full of troubles and death draws near. I am as good as dead, like a strong man with no strength left. They have left me among the dead, and I lie like a corpse in the grave. I am forgotten, cut off from your care. You have thrown me into the lowest pit, into the darkest depths. Your anger weighs me down. With wave after wave, you engulf me. You have driven my friends away by making me repulsive to them. I am in a trap with no way of escape. My eyes are blinded by my tears. Each day I beg you for help, O Lord. I lift my hands to you for mercy. Are your wonderful deeds of any use to the dead? Do the dead rise up and praise you? Can those in the grave declare your unfailing love? Can they proclaim your faithfulness in the place of destruction? Can the darkness speak of your wonderful deeds? Can anyone in the land of forgetfulness talk about your righteousness? O Lord, I cry out to you. I will keep on pleading day by day. O Lord, why do you reject me? Why do you turn your face from me? I have been sick and close to death since my youth. I stand helpless and desperate before your terrors. Your fierce anger has overwhelmed me. Your terrors have paralyzed me. They swirl around me like floodwaters all day long. They have engulfed me completely. You have taken away my companions and loved ones. Darkness is my closest friend. Thank you for listening along as we read God's word together. As we pray for the nations this Saturday, I want to pray generally for those who are in the persecuted church If they feel like Psalm 88, that darkness is their closest friend, that the Lord would show them light and his love. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the story of the woman who anointed Jesus at Bethany. Thank you for the reminder that we are gifted so much in Jesus and he deserves our all. We pray, Lord, along with the psalmist today, And we ask for our brothers and sisters in the persecuted church that your unfailing love and your faithfulness would be so clear to them and that darkness would not be their constant companion. I pray, Lord, that whatever they are suffering today, that that you would be near to them. Bless all those who are listening today, Lord, whether they are traveling or enjoying some time off. Lord, just remind us of your faithfulness through conversation, through the wonderful creation around us, through wonderful books, or or wherever we can see you today, Lord. Make us aware of your presence. We pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.